anyway, so I got to see the first half of the video uh, that you did with uh, Ali, our event coordinator, and that was really awesome. And when I was watching the video and I saw that you guys have a photo booth at mm -hmm. your dental office, that's really cool. Like a lot of dental offices have like kids play area. Mm -hmm. There's like a lot of like neat things, but first photo booth, right? So um, I definitely wanted to get you back. And um, obviously I'm a different person. You're dressed differently. This is a different day, <laughs> but I'm going to put it onto the same video. Um, and uh, some other things I uh, I noticed when I was like looking at the video and then like, you know, because two heads don't always talk, right? So I didn't, um, I started researching into, uh, it, you know, your about me on your website and stuff. And I noticed some like really cool things like uh, collecting cooking books uh, mm -hmm. across different countries. Is yeah. So like you visit cities in different countries and then like, maybe like try and bring back like a favorite taste from there or something or? Yeah, yeah, that's the kind of thing that we, we used to do anyways, you know, when traveling was allowed. Um, right, yeah. But, uh, you know, you're going to, you know, food is such an important part of every culture and it's so unique. And, um, you know, I really enjoy good food. So, you know, that is a big part of the memory. So we've, yeah. when we were traveling, we'd also start doing, um, food tours or just, you know, figuring out what the locals eat. And, you know, every, every culture has very unique uh, flavor mixes. And, right. you know, the cooking book would um, bring that taste home. So I had a friend, she went to uh, Paris for, uh, you know, uh, for college. And yeah. she gave me a cooking book like in French or a French one. And you know, I thought that was pretty cool because it was also written in a very different way. So very different than American cookbooks. Yeah, um, I mean, you would get things uh, uh, not just in milliliters, but I I've seen how they uh, uh, like instead of saying like one and a half cups this, I I've seen cooking books from different countries where you get things in parts, yeah. like especially with bread and stuff like that or weights, right? So like instead of yeah, getting I mean a cup of this, there'll be like 40 grams. Yeah, it's not just that. I think, um, you know, in American recipes or, you know, North America, at least, they're very, very specific. Like they're going to say an eighth teaspoon of, you know, salt or something or uh, the spice. And it's very, very specific. And the, and the French cookbook was like, add some salt, add some milk. And I'm like, I don't know how much milk I'm supposed to add or like, or it's like cook until done. You know, will tell me like how hot is my oven? You know, they expect you to know more, I think. But you know, that's just that was the weird thing about that. So, I, um, no, that's really cool. I uh, I don't collect cookbooks. I like to do a lot of cooking. Um, like I like to sous vide and barbecue a lot. But like, uh, I I like mixology, cocktail making is awesome, and old old cocktail books um, would just call for an ingredient that was like some mixer that they used a lot then. Right. But you would be like, wait, what is that? You yeah. know, it's, well, it's, it's kind of something like, you know, rose, rose water in and of itself is like a mixture of things. They'll just mm -hmm. call for rose water. It's like, okay, well, I need to now know how to do that. Water. Right. Mm -hmm. I have to, I have to be, I can't, I, gotta, I, gotta, I need a reference to that to get started. Right. Uh, and then, so you get, you're also into drawing and painting. And mm -hmm. a lot of your artwork in your office, 
uh, is your own? Is that like? Yeah, yeah. So I, I, you know, I, for for a long time, I was um, kind of planning to, you know, in my house to do artwork myself, just because, um, you know, if I wanted a very specific idea, you know, specific blend of colors there, specific theme that matches throughout, you know, the house or tells a story. Um, you know, it's hard to find that on sale or you'd have to commission right. somebody to do it. And so I thought, okay, I have to, I'd rather do it myself because I can plan it out exactly how I want to be. And the same with the office because let's say I want, you know, two third dental themed, but, you know, okay. have some spin, certain colors. Um, it, it's a lot of work though. So, you know, I don't really have a lot of time, but it's just something to, to do to relax working on painting. Yeah, I, mean, I think hobbies are pretty important. Uh, I tend to go home and work, and that that can be damaging to, yeah. you know. Yeah, just... me too. Me too. And then I started um, putting aside a little bit of time once a week to to do something non-work related. Well, that's cool. And then I started looking through. Uh, it's pretty clear you probably don't have a lot of time since you're on the let's see you're on the board of the american academy of cosmic dentistry and not on the board i'm on a, a small board but a yeah. small board not the <laughs> main board. that's all right yeah, yeah. I, i'm not on any boards at all yeah. I, i'm waiting for the invites but i don't think they're coming um but so in your guys's office I'm there yeah. yeah you have uh so you do massage chairs like so uh -huh. do you are they like is it built into the dental chair or is it like it something on top of it or it's inside? Yeah. It's oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's not, it's not like... a very intense massage. I mean, you know, you can't do dental work like that, but it's just nice and soothing, nice and relaxing. Right. So like, uh, I think like the seats on my car have massage. Exactly. So that's the and kind like, of massage. Yeah. That's oh, pretty nice. So, mm -hmm on to so this this photo booth so what i did was i uh i you had some videos of some of the things you've done and um so down here the bottom of our screen um this is actually from inside your guys's office right mm -hmm. okay so it kind of starts with uh you even start with makeup and hair it looks like mm -hmm. and um so now do you just have the hookup with a makeup and hair person or it, do you yeah. bring them in or? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I do. And he, in, you know, a lot of times makeup artists, you know, they want to get good photos. Um, so you just make a deal with them. Right. Right. So like, you know, they want, they want, uh, I think, uh, my photography days, what was that trade for press kind exactly. of deal? Uh, yeah. Yep. And, so, uh, very so yeah. this, uh, this is like, so you just have like this room devoted to this all the time. I do. That the yeah. case? Yes. Um, I was looking at this setup. I see you got, you got a nice, uh, you got a nice reflector here and it looks mm -hmm. like we got a like a strobe flash inside of like a, uh, umbrella, uh, flash here. Which, it's not, an, it's an octobox. It's not an umbrella. Oh, okay. Yeah. And what kind of a, what kind of a flash is in the is it is, like I assume there's a 
Okay. Yeah. And you guys are using probably like a wireless trigger on the camera itself then? Yeah, exactly. So there's a beauty dish. Tying them all together. Mm -hmm. Okay, wow. Well, that's a nice setup. Now, did you, did you guys just, how, how did you, did you already know like what flashes you wanted for this? For like, yeah, I, I just kind of, I, I played around, but I've, uh, I used to, before going into dentistry, I used to work in the fashion industry for okay. a couple of years. And, um, I even worked as a model, you know, since I was in high school. And so I've been around a lot of professional photographers and I saw what they use. Um, and so I kind of got some ideas on what I wanted to do as well. That's cool. And I was looking. So this is you, right? This, mm -hmm. are you, you're doing, you're doing the photography, you're doing a little, uh, helping them get the understanding of like, uh, how to hold their hand, um, yeah. how to not just hold still for every single shot because you don't want yeah. 300 shots of the exact same, like, yeah, some people are very difficult to get them to, you know, relax, right. you know, they, they feel like they have a, certain position that they need to be in all the time for their photos right so you want to get you know. it, right the the selfie era like people have a uh like no this is how i stand for pictures and it's uh -huh. like in like it's like well i mean we're gonna take like 50 pictures so you know you move and we'll see maybe maybe that's not how you stand for pictures but this yeah. is really cool so this is uh like if you uh you guys do orthodontics there i assume mm -hmm. as well yeah and and just kind of like now do you are these like when you first get your braces kind of like a make you feel more comfortable about having braces or like kind of like progression shots because i know it's like one of the one of uh the people was wearing braces so i was like well this isn't like a post shot so yeah well this one um you know is we kept the braces on still because it was okay. i wanted also that kind of look, I wanted to add a little bit of spunk to it versus, you know, there's everybody with perfect teeth. So I thought it was cool right. to have a little like gem on the teeth, but um, we use for mostly for uh, post, you know, when we're doing a fun kind of photo shoot, we do it for uh, post, like if somebody had a smile makeover um, or even, you know, braces and they're interested, it's a fun thing to do and they, they get to yeah. share the pictures. Now, uh, who's your assistant here? Do you get it? That's mom. Oh, that's that's the mom, the patient's mom. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. They get to be involved. Get to get to be uh, the reflector holder for a while. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. Exactly. Now, um, this is pretty cool because, like, you know, I think about it. I wish the guy that sold me my suits had a photographer. <laughs> you could have done right? you a, gotten some headshots out of that for the price. Right. Of, right. <laughs> That'd be a nice, that'd be a nice feature, right? You come in, they you get your tailored suit back, you do the try on, and then you get like a couple of nice pictures. Yeah. That'd be right. Nice. And you feel like, like a million bucks now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, it's a, that's a cool thing. Do you get, um, I mean, everybody likes having their picture taken, I think oh, in the end and everybody likes, you know, have you thought about doing like a photo collage as a big piece of art for your, for your office or anything? Um, I mean, I've thought about, you know, just putting up, photos individually, not necessarily as a collage. Um, just because I wanted to kind of blend into the surroundings. Um, 
but I'm kind, of, I'm kind of being very cautious in what I put on because I don't want it to feel too eclectic. I want everything to, to blend. Okay. I'm a bit hey. obsessive about those things, I guess. <laughs> I, I think I don't, I don't think you would like my office. I mean, at least my <laughs> personal office. I uh, I like see things I like, and then uh -huh. I'm just like, yeah, that's I like that. That's going on my wall. So nothing yeah. like makes any sense. It's yeah. just like I mean, a room I like full that of things. Personal, but if I'm trying to design a space, then I I, I want to plan it together and overthink it. I guess. No, I, I think that's I think that's really awesome. I, I did a did a job at a dental office. Uh, I don't know, about nine years ago. And um, a cabinet maker thought like I was someone I was not and was like, uh, so which rooms does this cabinet go into? And I was like, I don't, I don't know. And, and he's like, well, I just couldn't remember if this, uh, if this was the right color cabinet for this room. And I like he's got six cabinets out. And to me, they're all the same color. And I was mm -hmm. in photography and I still thought they were all the same color. He's like, these are six different colors of white. And I was like, seriously? And he's like, you need, yeah. You need each... a woman to, uh, to tell a difference. You know, I heard, I read, I don't know if it's true or not, but, um, you know, they say that women are more um, kind of noticing the different variations are more astute to minor variations of color, I guess. So they say if you're going to do shade selection for, you know, patient's crown or veneer or whatever, ask in your male dentist, ask your assistant. Uh, that could be, you know, because I, I do feel like I have, uh, you know, I have, I feel like I have a trouble with color. Like I have to, you know, when I do photography, I cheat. I use a, I use a gray card because like if it was up to me to like visually identify what was the correct coloration of something, mm -hmm. I'm never going to get there. I, you know, I, I sometimes have to ask people if I'm wearing a, a blue shirt or if it's black, like if it's dark enough, I can't tell. Like I get, I'm like, yeah, I think it's black. They're like, no, it's that's navy. And I'm like, how do you how do you break that down? But mm -hmm. uh, and then you sent us this cool uh, thing. So I just grabbed these shots out of your, um, you know, like kind of your collection there. But this was your guys's like. So this video that mm -hmm. is like your put together edited video. Like, mm -hmm. what what might you sort of use this for? Like your Instagram or. Well, Just I was going to do this mini lecture at the AACD and then the meeting was, was canceled for, for mm. COVID. And so I was going to post it in the presentation. Well, well let's watch it because it was really yeah. cool. And uh, this time I'm going to leave the audio on. That was neat. So how I gotta ask how many how many how many cuts? Like how many how many, how many times did you take different videos before? The video, not found... that many times, but the photos, um, you know, to get the right hearing. Cause she was um, you know, shaking her head. Yeah. And you're trying to catch the hair at the right moment and then the face in the right moment. 
So that was a lot of um, failed attempts <laughs> until you find the right one. Because oh, no, no, either your face is weird or you know the hair is weird. Or it's unfocused. It's, all that stuff. Right. This was cool. Like this shot in particular, I, I, that's a very cool. Who picked the uh, Who picked the outfit? Um, I put, well, so she brought her clothes and I, you know, I picked the outfit for her. That was very cool. I like the jacket. I like, uh, it's like, uh, it's like fun. Yeah. Like a jacket and a t-shirt. Yeah. And the video quality, obviously, as I'm playing it right now, doesn't even really do it justice. Like, uh, from the original video file, it's, it's like the, the HD is, it's so crisp. It's really nice. Um, and so you were gonna you were gonna do a little talk at the cosmetic mm -hmm. dentistry. Mm -hmm. uh, do you know if that's being rescheduled or? Um, I don't know. Well, I don't know if it's gonna be rescheduled or not, or if it will be something different. Um, you know, it's everything is. Um, every you know, it's everything is new. You know, with the COVID closures and everything, nobody knows what to do. I think so. Need some time to figure out. You know what's happening. Right. Yes, people are trying to move on. Uh, how about you? Are you? Do you want to go back to in-person meetings or are virtual oh, yeah. meetings cool? No, yeah, definitely in person. You know, it's different. It's just like online school for the kids, right? It's you know maybe you're you're you know you're let's say you're learning everything, but it's just that in-person in interaction with people that you know is is important. Yeah, yeah, I think there's definitely a, there's a, even even with a presenter on a uh, on a stage versus a presenter on a screen, there's a you, you get more of a connection with a human being that's talking to you in the same room. Um, I mean, obviously, so it's like when you go to uh, you know uh, I'm a nerd, so like I go to like a Star Trek convention, right? And like if I get to see Captain Picard, you know on the stage obviously it's different than watching him on my tv it's just cooler um right yeah i mean you see him on tv all the time right right and it's uh, clearly not the same you know it's not that same connection of you know or um so you know hopefully we get to get back to these things soon um so like i i know so you guys do like everything in your office because it is do you uh i think i i saw that you were in the American Academy of Implant Dentistry as well. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, um, do you feel like, you know, so, I mean, that's, that's a lot. I, I don't see, you know, I work with a lot of dentists and I don't normally see uh, cosmetics, implants, ortho, you know, mm -hmm. all in one wheelhouse. Like, you, mm -hmm. did that take a lot, a lot of extra time, first it of does. all? Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's, it's really interesting because everything interplays with each other so much. So your knowledge from one discipline really helps something else that you're doing. Um, so, and then it makes more sense, I think. Um, yeah, you, know, it's, it's, you know, makes more sense in terms of the treatment planning. But I mean, we don't do everything. Um, what do you, what don't you do? That's, um, that's an easier question. Like we like something like endo, like complex endo. I don't really do that. Um, I don't really do wisdom teeth, impacted teeth. Um, but uh, I don't really do much sleep at this point, unless it's expansion. 
Well, I think that that those those three things tend to the I mean those are so like oral surgery and then like uh, mm-hmm. endo are definitely tend to get off into super specialties. But yeah, I wonder how much more I'm going to see um, cosmetics and implantology uh, being something that you know dentists aren't referring out anymore because uh, mm-hmm. to me like. I mean, if I go to a dentist and I like trust them and stuff like that, I don't really want to go someplace else for my veneers, mm-hmm. you know yeah. what I mean? So I, I do think that's, that's cool. And, you know, I think for me, like when I saw like your photo booth idea, I was like, well, that's probably a dentist. I'd be more, you know, I like as a patient, if I was walking into that, mm-hmm. I would think to myself, well, if this dentist takes pictures of their patients, then mm-hmm. clearly they're, they just have like a kind of more like a, like an ingrained reason to have a, a more aesthetic approach to my dentistry. Um, yeah. I mean, I think a lot of dentists, they have an artistic side. I mean, I think they have to have somewhat of an artistic side at least, but this way you're kind of letting that shine. You're putting it out there. So it's very obvious. And um, I think I like it. I think patients appreciate it. Um, you know, you want to show a little bit of personality, I guess, so that they, you know, you're a little bit unique. You don't want to have the same um, Patterson office as everybody else. Right. I mean, I, I think dentistry definitely is an artistic uh, profession, it, or at least uh, maybe some of the best dentistry is because it's, mm-hmm. uh, uh, hopefully this isn't a bad comparison, but it's like, it's, mm-hmm. it's like the difference between uh, someone who does house framing you know, mm-hmm. so you put frames together, you throw up walls, and eventually a house gets built versus a carpenter that's building, uh, you know, a dining room table. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're going to see the end result of every cut mm-hmm. that a master woodworker makes because, you know, there's giving you a piece right. that's in front of everybody all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think about dentistry, like, you know, uh, it's your hand, tactile mm-hmm. influence to the tooth you know, mm-hmm. and then in the drilling is one aspect, but really it's the, it's the finishing of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, even a, a simple filling, like yeah, the composites are very artistic if you're going to do them well. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You, you know, it's nice having patients coming in for uh, recalls and you're looking at your work and you're admiring it rather than being like, who did this? <laughs> You're right. You know, <laughs> and when they're, they're happy with it too, you know, it's like, I think, you know, that's a wonderful thing, uh, you know, um, and what, what do you use for just, I mean, like if you're trying to get uh, just in the operatory photos, mm-hmm. I, you talked a bit about you use an intro camera. Do you ever bring in just a DSLR with a ring light or? Yep. Yeah. That's what we usually use. So we have the, we have the scanner. And yeah. then they're getting the scan, so they see everything there, and then it takes you can extract the intraoral photos from that. But especially if they're going to be doing any complex dentistry, then we'll take the DSLR photos as well. Wow! Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of work going into uh, a really great patient experience here. Mm-hmm. And then I wonder, like, like do you ever have trouble like trying to get that expressed? to the patient so that you get them, I guess, is like that diff, like there are things that make you different than maybe, mm-hmm. maybe the dental office up the road, but does the patient know it? 
Uh, I mean, the things, if you're going to uh, focus on patient experience specifically, you know, they're the things that you're doing for their comfort. Uh, I mean, if they're not noticing those differences, then I guess the question is, should you be doing that? So, um, I mean, the things that people don't really care for, then we wouldn't um, okay. keep doing that. Because, I mean, right. let's say, you know, if we're giving them warm towels or something, if nobody wants them, you know, it's not, it's, I don't get care if they take a warm towel or not. Like, it doesn't change my right. dentistry, change my, my day at all. It's more for them. So, you know, if let's say they don't want it or they don't want the massage or something, then I would maybe reconsider if I should be offering it. Okay. Does Thank that you. make sense? Is that a, Absolutely. That Absolutely. And, you know, so I mean, only an extension to that, Mike, is like, um, so it's like, okay, so it, how dentists like shade match and things mm -hmm. like that and getting a, you know, I mean, there's no such thing as perfection, but getting this amazing shade match. Mm -hmm. And some people are putting a lot of effort into that and using a lot of great tools um, you know, it's like your trio scanner and such. And sometimes I wonder like in like, you know, it's like my, my family will come to me and they'll be like, uh, what dentist should I go to? I think I, I think I need an implant, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't know, where do you live in that? Like I go do some research, right? It's like, I don't live there, but like, um, in the concept of, so for my family, you know, they, maybe they only went to the, they went to their dentist for a long time. And then, I mean, sometimes their, their dentist, uh, you know, they've got a new dentist and they like their dentist. I'm not saying they don't, but like, then they need this thing done. Maybe they want veneers mm -hmm. and, and their dentist may not even do veneers. And then they're asking me like, almost like, almost like patients don't like, like if you're getting an implant in, like I I've seen implants done with film x-rays, mm -hmm. you know, no CP, no surgical guides, no pano, exploratory surgery <laughs> and you know and you can i mean there's no one stopping someone from doing that and then i've seen and then like you know but i'm talking like even 15 years ago when people were first getting 3d cts in their offices and they were you know starting price 220 and it's like how did the patient know mm -hmm. that this person using this really cool piece of equipment or this or this, you know, or that had this advanced training, like, how does the patient know mm -hmm. to go to that person? That's, that's always been my question. Because patients don't really know what needs to be there. You know, you see, I see a lot of really bad veneers, for example. So patients or other things, um, because patients don't realize what should be done, right? What technology should be used. And I mean, not necessarily that it should or shouldn't be, um, because you know it wasn't necessarily done like that before, and maybe right. doing that and getting good results. But um, you know, certain steps still need to be taken, um, and yeah, patients don't really realize if steps are being skipped. Like I've seen veneers where they're all like canted because they didn't take a plain, um, you yeah. know, a reference for the you know, our Facebook record, or at least a, like a bite stick thing. Right. Relative to the face. Um, so patients don't really realize. So um, I think if you're, especially if you're doing those steps, I think it is important to 
um, have a little uh, speech, just, you know, describe what's, what you're doing or why you're doing. And it's not just because, you know, you want them obviously to appreciate the technology, but, um, you know, if they're going to, some patients are like, why are you taking so long, you know, assessing right. for this, right? And so you, you want to explain why something is being done so that they're um, a lot more accepting of doing that. Like, let's say the rubber dam, for example, like I like to use the rubber dam a lot, right. but, you know, it doesn't feel good, you know, if, unless I explain that it's going to be a better quality restoration for them, um, they wouldn't like it. But if I explain, first of all, why I want to use it and what benefits they're getting, they're all for it. And they don't mind if it's, you know, putting some pressure on the tooth or, or something like right. that. How, how do you, have you had any patients that are like, well, my other dentist didn't say I needed to fix this. And then like, how, if you have, how do you deal with that? So, you know, first of all, we figure out what they actually want. Um, if, especially if we think they need, they have certain issues, you know, we always have to tell them what their problems are because if right. we don't, that's a liability for us, right? Because then, you know, they could, you know, let's say if we miss a big cavity and, you know, they're not doing it, anything, you know, just simply, um, then it's, you know, somewhat our fault if we missed it and then um, they have to get an extraction or a root canal. Um, right. So, you know, we got, we gather the data, we show patients, um, let's say they're, you know, they have a major, um, you know, occlusal issues. Let's say they have a major wear problem. Um, you know, they need a, let's say they need a full mouth rehab, for example, but they're, you know, they're not concerned about anything. Um, you know, we have to try to gauge what their level of acceptance of treatment is going to be. Um, and then we gather data on them. We just explain what the problem is. Um, we show them the problem and, you know, see if they're, they have any concerns about fixing it. Like, let's say if they're concerned about the aesthetics or about eating, or let's say they're breaking teeth, then we start talking about what are your options to fix that. And then, and then patients are more accepting. I think just using that problem focused approach showing the problems and then you know the patients can decide what they want to do rather than just building a big treatment plan um so we don't necessarily blame a certain filling that's leaking or that someone else maybe didn't notice we'll show them the issue um maybe you could say you know maybe the other dentist was watching this before um but now it's getting worse because you know of this radiolucency here or yeah, no, no, absolutely. I, I totally, I, I absolutely got what you were saying. Like uh, both, uh, you, you need to let them know what's wrong and, mm -hmm. you know, for, you know, uh, you know, I'm sure just because you want them to know as well, but you know, also, you know, you don't necessarily want to just throw, okay, here's an estimate to fix everything in the world. Um, mm -hmm and to get an idea of what they're looking for as a patient and to maybe help them prioritize. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, I really appreciate that. Obviously, you know, um, they like their past dentist and at, at, at we don't, you never know, like they might not have seen the, their dentist for five years. So they're like, Oh, I just saw my dentist and he says it was fine. It's like, you know, five years ago, that's, you know, that could be a long time in cavity world. And, um, yeah, so I, I totally got what you're saying. Um, and, I, that's that's just a I 
just always curious about that because that, that does seem like, um, you know, uh, you know, and I would say across a lot of different professions, you know, I mean, I can walk into someone's dental office and they're like, uh, what type of equipment should I have in here? And I'm just like, eh, everything you have is wrong. That's probably going to be a short conversation then. They're going to right. be like, because uh, they're not ready to upgrade everything, right? Right. And also, you know, like, like, let's say they were just looking to go digital x-rays or something. And you're like, oh, right. you need a CBCT in here and a scanner, <laughs> and a 3D printer and all this other stuff. And they're like, well, I just wanted the x-rays. Can I just get right. them? <laughs> I just, I just wanted a new monitor on my computer and I just give them a bill for like $300,000 and leave. I'm just like this or nothing. I'm, I'm done with you, you know, but uh, yeah. no, absolutely. And you know, the, the professional courtesy of like, you know, whoever did the office to begin with, I'm sure was trying to meet the needs of, uh, of the client and uh, mm -hmm. trying to provide the best services they felt wise. So, you know, there's always that, I hope that, uh, you know, patients of dentistry out there start finding these chats because uh, I think a, a lot of um, just the general public, you know, would be really interested to see just how much effort uh, dentists really put into their work. And um, just like in every aspect of their office, there's, you know, there's a thousand things going on in a dental office that a dentist needs to be an expert on and we're not even going to touch the big things that you know yeah, technology is such a small piece mm -hmm. you know and if patients knew just the amount of time and effort that a dentist put into picking the right composite mm -hmm. you know um and i i really hope that they start learning a little more about their dentists and dentistry so that they can appreciate you know the dentists are putting in putting in the time and work you know yeah, I hope so. I mean, I don't know. I think most people, they don't really appreciate, you know, all that work that goes in or they care that much, but, you know, definitely a subset of people do. And I, I definitely hope more people are more appreciative of all the effort that goes in to take care of them. You know, sometimes it just takes, uh, it takes a little information, gets out there and uh, people can expand their understanding of a profession. And, and a lot of times the people that will find the information are the people that most need it. They're the people looking to have dental procedures done and looking to ha understand a little more about cosmetic dentistry and mm -hmm. cosmetic dentists and implants, you know, cause once you need the procedure, then you start looking mm -hmm. into it. Well, I, I really appreciate you coming on our chat and uh, it's getting late. So I hope, uh, hope you have a great evening. Okay. Yeah. You too. Nice, nice chatting with you and 